Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Small Business Growth Podcast. I am so happy that you're here. Here we teach you how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die online community around your brand. Everything we do here has balance, has ease, has strategy involved, but we all are about building that community around your brand so they will ride and die, ride or die for you no matter where your business ebbs and flows. If you are new here, my name is Madison Page. I am your host of the Small Business Growth Podcast, and I just want to take a second to welcome you, say hello, say that I am so happy that you are here. Here we like to teach in a fun conversational type of way. We like to call it hyper conversational business conversations. And we like to call it sipping coffee with a biz bestie. So basically you and I sitting here having a real and raw and genuine business conversation. I am so happy that you are here. And today we are chatting all about why I actually want you to stop using the word small business. Now I know that this is kind of funny um, because I have the small business growth podcast. It's kind of tongue in cheek. Why that is, is because I want to turn your small business into a brand. There are two very different elements to small businesses versus brands. I want you to think of your business as that big business out there. I know a lot of very successful business owners and none of them would say that they own a small business. Be why? Because in my mind, a small business is a little mom and pop shop that is barely making it by. And if, the, if you call yourself a small business, that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with it. But we want to talk about the distinction between the two today. Now, I am not here to bash anybody. <laughs> if you know me at all, that is not, never, ever my intention. If you like to think of your business as a small business, that's fine. But I do want to talk about the distinction that makes a difference between a small business and a brand that I talk about very often. I am here to help people that want to build brands. And this is really what I want to dive into is when I say a brand, I'm talking about a successful business that is strategically functioning and is seeing major growth. Thinking of their business as something bigger than just something that they're doing on the side. When I say I want you to stop using the word small business, that is really what I'm talking about. By legal definition, a small business is basically any business that is running under 50 people with under a 50 person team. So the majority, if not everybody listening is probably by legal definition, a small business. But what I really want you to switch is the mindset of actually being a business or a brand owner, especially if you're trying to get to consistent sales, or if you're really trying to level up and scale your business. And you are right now thinking of yourself as a side hustler or a small business. This weekend, I was at a farmer's market and somebody that I was talking to, I asked them how long they had been in business. And they said, well, I started my business four years ago, but I really was, I didn't think of it as an actual business until about a year and a half ago. And that is what we're talking about. When you are like, nope, I'm doing this thing. I'm thinking of this as a business. And now I'm able to do it full time because what you're doing is you're strategically looking at your business. So if you can really master your mindset, your excuses, and the way you think about your business, especially trying to get to consistent sales, this is one of the major problems that a lot that I see a lot of my clients actually have is thinking of their business as much smaller than it is. And when you think of it as small, you're taking smaller action. You are not actually like, no, I'm gonna make this thing happen. 
From the very beginning of my business, I would have never called it a small business. I don't know why, but I just don't feel like my business ever fit the, the like, in my mind, I wasn't a, biz a small business owner. I was a business owner. I had a, I had a marketing consulting business, whatever that is. If you want to be successful, you have to overcome some of those excuses in your mind. Belief and actions that I really feel like brand owners make are strategic. They're thinking, they're future planning. They're really diving in, looking ahead of the game. And that is what I want you to get you to really be doing is to future scape your business. Thinking of it as something that is going to work. I never for a single day tried to have a plan B. Through all of the weird comments that I got from friends and family and whoever, I have a very supportive family, but I definitely had some friends in my circle that just didn't understand what it was to be a business owner. And they would ask me things like, um, what are you going to do when your business fails? Which is one of my favorites. Um, and in my mind, I was like, it's not going to fail. I'm going to keep working, keep trying, keep testing until I know something that actually works and it is going to actually happen. So I think when I look on social media, I really feel like just judging by your content, I can tell if you are functioning your business as a small business or as a brand. And I want you to transition into that brand mentality. If you want to stay side hustling and you just want this to add a couple of extra hundred dollars into your bank account every month, you know, pay your rent, whatever that is, that's fine. But I am here to work with people that want brands, that want this big time, we're going to do this thing full time. It is my full-time income. I want to make an impact. I want to impact other people. And I really want to have that strong message and that strong relationship with my audience. Those are the people that I really want to work with. So there's a ton of people that are out there to help you make an awesome side hustle. But if you want your current side hustle to be your full-time job, or you're just really trying to scale your sales, then we need to make some of these shifts. And as we go through here, you might feel aligned to some of them and you might not feel aligned to others, but these, these mindset shifts, you might not even know are actually holding you back. So we're going to dive on in. I do have some notes that we're going to kind of go over some of the major beliefs and actions that I feel like small business owners take versus what you have, what the shifts are that you really have to make. And the first thing that I think honestly an overarching belief is when you own a small business, you are thinking of your small business as it is an extension of you and your own personal worth. When you're looking at your small business, if in your content you were like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for all of your support or support me by buying these items or, you know, support small because you're supporting me and you're supporting a person. There's elements to that that are really great. But if you are really just like begging for support. And if you've been following me for a while, you know, my least favorite type of content are the, are the, um, audios that are like, my small business is failing. Like, make sure that you like and share this so I can be a full-time artist. And those are great, but you're really just begging for support and you're begging for engagement and you're running your business and your messaging as if it's borderline a charity. You're saying like, I please support me and my dream. Nobody is buying from you. Newsflash. If you didn't know this, nobody is buying from you because they want to support you other than your friends, your family, and maybe some acquaintances. But people 
are out there because they love your products. They love what you stand for. Your product is a gift. No matter if you're selling something that is a necessity or not, your product does bring people joy. It brings people benefits, no matter what those benefits are and whether you are aware of those benefits or not. And if you're not, you need to become aware of them so you are able to really drastically share those in your messaging. So instead of this begging for support, begging for this engagement, using those audios that are like, please click the share button because it boosts my post. You are just telling the world that your business is not successful and people don't like to go to a restaurant with an empty parking lot. Think on that for a second. And you really need to shift that into people are buying because they love what you have to offer. They're buying because what you have brings them joy, brings them confidence, whatever that might be. You need to know that that messaging, that benefit and make that shift. This is why saying that you have a small business a lot of times is you're you're dampening it. You're thinking of yourself as small. You're thinking of yourself as this is something that you are doing, not that and people are supporting you, not that your business actually provides benefit to people. Your your product does provide benefit to people. It isn't that they're just, you know, running your own little small business thing. Next is, again, making those purchases about supporting you. It's not about you. It's about the product that they're buying and the benefits that they have. So I kind of touched on that in the last one. The other one after that is having all of the messaging being around you and you running a small business. A, this is only going to make you attract other small business owners. If you're just talking about running a small business behind the scenes of a small business owner, you know, watch me day to day running my small business. That's great. Some people can be successful with that. However, you're not running your business as a brand. Do you see Target talking about the behind the scenes of the Target business? Do you see any business out there, no matter if they have a a very, um, like Tarte. Tarte, for example, has a very prominent business owner. People know who she is, but they're still not out there being like behind the scenes of an owner of running Tarte Foundations or Tarte Beauty or whatever they are. No, they're out there sharing the benefits of their product, people that love their product. And the messaging is not around you running the business. Your content is around your actual product, the benefit that it provides, the story that it tells, the meaning that it gives to people. Um, another major thing that I feel like small business owners do is they are the best at comparison. Small business owners look at other people in their industry and say, ooh, they're making a lot of sales. I'm going to do exactly what they're doing. I'm They're screenshotting every story. Ooh, I'm going to do the same exact thing. This looks so good. It clearly works for them. It's going to work for me. And then you're like, why isn't this working for me? It's because that person that it's actually working for probably has a lot of behind the scenes strategy that's going into that. It's not just your content. Copying somebody else's content strategy is not actually going to get you the same results as them because it takes marketing, it takes strategy, it takes science, it takes branding as well as doing something that everybody else is doing is just making you blend in. A brand owner looks at what do I want my brand to be known for, not what is everybody else doing. They're looking internally and how do you want people to know you? What visuals do you want to have? What emotion do you want to have that is different than what everybody else is doing? The difference between small business owners and brands is when you're trying to run a small business and you're calling yourself a small business owner, you are trying to fit yourself into an industry. When you are a brand, you are trying to be the industry. You are leading the industry. That is what I want you to have. I don't want you to have the the all of the mindset and the excuses that you have in your mind of, well, I can't do that. I'm not good. I'm not creative. I'm not good at graphic design. Be good or hire somebody that is good because you, those visuals matter. 
every piece matters. Your brand matters. That is what gets people to really feel connected to you as a business. You can't create the same exact thing as everybody else and thinking that it's going to mean that you stand out. A major one that I was kind of just diving into is really letting your fears, your beliefs, and your excuses run your actions. I hear it all the time. People are like, well, you know, I just don't like to show my face on social or my house isn't very aesthetic. No matter what, if you know something can help you and that you are strategic, you will make it happen. People that have brands, people that own successful businesses, people that are making six figures, seven figures, don't let their excuses get in the way. They make things happen. They are, right now, it's too sunny for me to record this video right here, which is where I normally record. What am I doing instead is I am, I moved my whole setup. Did I have to reorganize everything? Was it kind of a pain in the butt? Yeah, but I did it because it wouldn't work for me here. I could have made the excuses, ah, I'll record another time or ah, I just, I don't need to do that today or I'll just put it on, on my podcast instead of YouTube. But no, People that actually want to be successful take action. You could say, ah, well, like, I don't really look, I don't look very good today. I don't want to get on my Instagram stories. Or you could say, you know, my house is pretty ugly and it's a total disaster. People don't care about me. Even though I know that those things would all help, people don't care to see me. They just, they just want my product or I just need to show them the product. No. If people that have successful businesses, people that own brands, people that are making the income that you want to make are not hiding behind their fears, behind their excuses. They notice when they make an excuse for themselves and they take action instead. I know when I make an excuse, I am well aware that I'm making that damn excuse in my head. You know what? I'm like, eh, it's an excuse, but like, I'm okay making that excuse today. And that's okay, but you also need to know that you are dampening your success by doing that. People that run a small business see fears and excuses as roadblocks instead of just stepping stones to just get over and to a growing point. When I find those things, I'm like, hmm, what inside of me is not wanting to do this right now? What inside of me doesn't really want that? And what fear am I behind? Why am I taking, why do I feel that way? So I see that as points of actual growth as opposed to roadblocks that make me stop my action. People that have brands take action with things. And last but not least, people that own small businesses think that by selling to your audience, you are actually being perceived as a burden. This is a really big one. And I see this a lot as people are like, oh, well, I just don't want to be annoying. People follow you because they want to be sold to. People on your email list want to be sold to. If they didn't, they would unfollow or they would unsubscribe. I don't want you to sell every single day. This is why the foundation of my content strategy has an immense amount of variety that really makes it feel like you aren't selling to them. But you, you need to understand that people follow you because they like your product. They like your brand. They like what you stand for. They're there for your community. So when you sell, you're not being a burden. You're not being too salesy. You're not being annoying. When you put an email out there, people are on your email list because they want promotions. They want to understand. They want notification when you do have something that they can buy. And so understanding that people that have brands, do you think anthropology feels bad about selling? Do you think any of these free people, do you think, you know, do you think Yankee Candle cares that they're selling? No. Why do you? If you want to have a brand, if you want to be in Target, if you want to have an, your own storefront, you have to understand that people want to buy from you. You really need to make that adjustments. So I want you to really think about these. Which ones of these do you really attach to? 
Are you running a small business or are you running a brand? Now we're going to kind of dive into what it means to run a brand and some of those mindset shifts that I really want you to have. Because especially if you aren't yet too consistent sales, which I know a lot of you guys are and a lot of you guys aren't. I have a pretty 50-50 audience, people that bring a lot of online consistent sales. And if you aren't yet bringing online consistent sales and you have a lot of those past beliefs, it is a large mindset gap. I have toyed with the idea of just doing a mindset program because so many people that are running small businesses have a mindset issue. They have, they have excuses. A lot of my clients, sometimes I have to tell them, it sounds like you are getting in your own way. Or if I have to repeat my, the exact same thing that I want them to do too many times, I just ask them, you know what? I have now been telling you to do this for six weeks. I'm very open and honest. I'm loving as always. However, I say, you know, I've been telling you to do this for a really long time. What is actually preventing you from wanting to do these things? Because I know that it's something that you know will actually help you. That these mindset shifts actually really do. And then they say, you know what, Maddie? I just, I don't know how to use Instagram. I don't know how to edit a video. Or I don't, I don't feel like my house is, is, looks nice enough to actually record in. And then we try to come up with a plan of why, A, that's not true. B, we can actually come up with a plan of how to actually get it done. So looking at this is one of the major beliefs that I know that a lot of successful business owners, as well as myself, uh, really have in life and a lot of things that they live by, A, is that I can truly do anything that I put my mind to. There is very little out there that I feel like I can't do. If I really wanted to and I had the desire and I had the will and I had the passion to do something, I, it might be a toxic trait, I don't know, but it has gotten me to where that I am and I'm fine with that. Hey, hope you're loving this podcast. Give me 30 seconds to give you a quick inside scoop on something you might not know about, and then we'll hop right back in. Do you ever feel paralyzed by there being so many things you could possibly do, ideas you could possibly chase, strategies to implement in your business that you have no idea where to start, so you end up kind of just doing nothing or a little bit of everything? Should you grow your account, build a community, go live, post more on social? In a world where we could constantly be comparing and feeling like we have have to do all of the things, I wanted to bring you something that directs your focus on one main thing, strategically and for a low cost. Because when we try to do a little of everything, it actually dilutes the results you could see if you just went all in on one thing. Introducing Entrepreneurship Made Easy, your place to stand out, chill out, and sell out, where I give you a new strategic focus each month equipped with fresh, high-level business trainings, resources, and strategy to take all of your ideas, possible strategies to follow and overwhelm of where the heck to even start and give you a direct focus with objectives for you to follow to start seeing results in your business. And it's only $47 because everyone deserves to grow their business with ease and simplicity. Think a strategy packed mini training worth $500 popping into your inbox each month to take all of your ideas and simplify it into strategy exercises and a checklist to implement that month for $47. The link is in the show notes to join and hop in. Use code secret for 50% off of your first month. Okay, back to the episode. I really don't feel like if I really wanted to do something, there's nothing that I can't do because I will work and I will learn the proper strategy that it will take in order to get me there. So what I want you to do instead, I know I just kind of harped on you for a while. I'm not here to harp on you. I'm here to tell you what to do instead in order to make this transition into actually thinking of your business as a brand. I, a small business in my head, maybe that is the definition that you really call yourself. But when I say, you know, the small business growth podcast, I am really trying to grow you out of the small business stage 
and grow you into the brand stage. I want you to have a brand. So what do you need to do instead of these things? One is I want you to start thinking of your business as if you were either A, the successful version of yourself. You hear me say this a lot. Is I want you to take action as if you were your own business icon. I want you to look at yourself as if you were already running that successful business. What would that person be doing? I don't always want you to look externally and to, for inspiration. I want you to look internally, look at what your most successful self would be doing. Your business owner self in five to 10 years that you hope to be, what it would she be doing and start acting as that person right now? What would that person be doing? Do that. Would they be planning their content? Would they be going full time? Would they be, you know, hiring somebody? Would they be learning some, some skills? I am a huge advocate and this isn't only because I do teach people business skills, but I'm a huge advocate of learning all of these different little pieces in your business so you can become these people. Learning the strategies that you wish you knew right now. Find filling the gaps. And so you need to think of what would that person be doing? What would your business icon, your, oh my gosh, I made it moment, what would she be doing? What action would she be taking? And if you don't know what she would be doing because you don't know how to get there, you probably don't have enough strategy and enough business knowledge, enough of an entrepreneurial IQ in order to get there. So you have to fill that gap. Entrepreneurial IQ really means how much can you accomplish in your business with the knowledge that you have. You wouldn't try to join a band without knowing how to play guitar. Without knowing how to play guitar or with having a terrible singing voice, without having any musical knowledge, you wouldn't try to join a band. So why are you trying to build a business with no business knowledge? You need to build that entrepreneurial IQ in order to help you get there. I, something that I really want you to do, and it's a great practice. Right now, if somebody were to ask you, hey, somebody told me you have a business, how would you respond to that? How would you respond to that question? Hey, I heard you have a business, or oh my gosh, I found your business on social media the other day. How would you respond to that? Would you go inward and be like, oh yeah, no, it's it's nothing. It's just a little Etsy shop, or it's just like a little something. I want you to stop right now. Today is the last day that you diminish your business. When people ask me, Hey, like I heard you have a business. I say, hell yeah, I do. I love it. It makes me so happy. I have a marketing consulting business. Um, and I do all of these things and it's really dang cool. And I own it. Why? Because if I can't own it to other people internally, I'm not owning it either. I'm saying it's a small little thing. I'm taking action as if it's a small little thing. And you can't Think of yourself. You can't take big action if everybody around you, A, thinks you have a small little thing. B, you actually feel like you can't own the business that you have. If you're not proud of the business that you have, sure, there's people out there that might, you know, hide their business from their family or things like that. That's a different story. You might not get the response that you want from your family. However, if you are consistently diminishing the business that you have, that it's just a small little thing, it's a side hustle or ah, it's no big deal. I'm just posting on Instagram, having fun with it. If you're trying to diminish it, that's an internal insecurity that we need to work through in order for you to actually take bold action in your business. The other thing I know I already said this is you can't already be like, ah, well, if it doesn't work, oh, well, oh, I have a plan B or I have my other business. I have, I have my other job. This is just, just a little thing. And so again, if you do want to keep it a little thing, nothing wrong with that. 
I am here. I support you. If you do want to keep it a side hustle that just helps you $500, $1,000, whatever a month to help you with your bills, you know, support, add thing, add some level of support, income, whatever. That's totally awesome. I applaud you. I'm proud of you no matter what you do. However, I am talking to people that really want this thing to work. You are so excited about it. You want it to be your full-time job. You want it to be a store. You want it to be bigger than it is right now. You can't have a plan B in your mind because if you have a plan B, you're already thinking that it's going to fail. And so you're taking action as if it could possibly fail. You need to take action as if failure was not an option. There's a lot of things that I have done that I'm like, who Maddie, that was an ambitious, ambitious thing to do. And now I look at it and I'm like, I'm proud of you. I'm, I don't say that is, that was too big. I can't believe you did that. I am still like, dang, how cool that even though my business was this size or I was doing this in revenue, that it, it that I took those actions. I was taking, I was doing the thing and I don't think it's delusion. It wasn't delusion. It was drive. It was drive and it was passion and it was ambition. And I don't know why I just got like choked up saying that, <laughs> but it really is. I'm such a sap, but I am, it shows how proud I am of the business that I've grown because I, I took those big actions despite what people might've said, what, despite what people might've thought, whatever that might be, I never had a plan B. And through the people saying like, well, how are, like, how much money can you really make at that? Or, you know, is that really something that you can do long-term or how, like, what are you going to do if it doesn't work out? I was just like, it's going to happen. It's going to work out. Other people can do it. I can do it. I'm going to learn the things. I'm going to do the things that I need to. And whether that's privilege or not, it was me really looking at the drive. It was really me looking at those dreams and saying I was going to reach them. And really things in that action, they don't have to be perfect. You don't have to take perfect action all of the time. And if it doesn't work out and they weren't perfect and you had a failed launch or you didn't get the sales you were looking for, it doesn't mean that you personally are a failure. Your business is not a measure of your self-worth. Oh, this is one of my favorite topics to really talk about because I think I have done this in the past that my business that I was running was so much of my identity. My business right now, I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's really dang cool, but it's not my identity. If I stop, like I have things outside of my business that I think are really cool about myself, about my personality, about my life, that my business is not my identity. I think of it more as a constant project that if something doesn't go right, why didn't it go right? I get curious as opposed to getting down on myself. Well, people must not like me. I must be doing things wrong. I am such a failure. No, it's not that I am a failure. It's that I have a gap in my strategy because I know science works. I know strategy works. And so I know if it isn't working, I'm missing something, which means I can do it again in a month. I can launch something else in two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, and I can add, I can fill that gap. I can identify where that, what I was missing. I can do it and then it will be successful. I don't see things that don't go the way that I wanted them to go where I, when I don't reach the goals as a failure. I see them as a learning point. I see them as an opportunity for me to be like, oh my gosh, I have a pretty big gap there. What am I doing wrong? Where can I adjust this? I had a mentor one time tell me to think of your business as if it was a college project. Because if it didn't go well, or if it was like a science experiment, you would just keep testing to see when it does go well. You would learn different things. You would go back, do more research to try to make it happen. And that's what you have to do with your business. You have to learn the proper and knowledge, get the entre entrepreneurial IQ to really make it happen. 
that and why that is is that truly strategy is a necessity there is nobody out there that can run a business without a strategy sure you could be successful by winging it maybe you go viral maybe you don't really have too much of a strategy but in order to really have a sustainable successful business the business of your dreams that being that business icon every business icon has a strategy you can ask no matter who it is, Kim K, Mark Cuban, Elon Musk, they have a strategy that they're following. No matter how much a business feels like they might not have a strategy. I know Elon Musk seems like a little crazy sometimes. All right. I love him. Love him to death, least whatever. But he has a strategy behind what he's doing. What he's doing, it's strategic. He has science behind it. It works. People that run brands understand that science works, understands that strategy works. And so you have to really dive into that. So if you were like, oh my gosh, damn, Maddie, you kind of just called me out for the last 40 minutes. Um, I'm sorry, first things first. But again, it's not a personal attack. It is something that you've just identified a gap in your own mindset that you can overcome. Realizing your business is separate from yourself. I'm going to record a whole podcast on that because I think that that is a really big shift that to make is understanding that your business is separate from yourself. And so you can constantly be, you have to make that separation in order to see the results that you're looking for. So if you're like, damn, this is me, 100%, I, I challenge you to send me a DM that says, that says growth on social, on Instagram, at this is Madison Page. Go follow me over there if you don't already. And say, Maddie, I have no idea, but I need help. I need to become a brand. This is where I'm at in business. Or just say growth and I will help you find the support that you're looking for. Because really making this shift from a small business to a brand, whether it's mindset, whether it's strategic, whether it's the planning that you're doing, you have to think of yourself as that business icon and start embodying it today. Why? Because right now, if you are really thinking of yourself through that whole list of things, if you're making that content, that's like, my gosh, my business is failing. And like, that's fine. People do just want to be nice and support you, but you're not going to build a community around that. And so we need to build the community around a meaning, around a message point, and that it comes from thinking of yourself as a brand. The Small Business Growth Podcast is all about building your small business into a brand. I, everything that I want is I want you to live out that biggest dream possible. I want you to run your business, not have your business run you. So I want you to look at this. There are so many options out there. If you are not yet to consistent sales, if you already have consistent sales going into the holidays, going into the new year, we have a lot of support happening. And so come over to Instagram at this is Madison page, go follow me there. And we will really go into all of that. I'm so happy that you're here. I thank you. Thank you for listening. We are going to talk about our quick client success story. At the end of every episode, we talk about a client success story. Um, I had a client that made this switch. She came in. She was like, this is just this thing. I'm doing it. I really want it to work, but like, I don't know if it will. I'm kind of just winging it. We made this shift mentally. I said, no, what, what are the people that you're looking up to right now? What are they doing? What business do you want to have? Let's make this shift. We up-leveled her visuals. We looked at her visuals and we said, why this is not girlfriend, not the vibe. We need to make it the vibe in order for you to attract your right customers. Your customers want this vibe. We need to make that happen. We up-leveled her visuals. We, sh we switched her messaging to away from, you know, this small little business. We made it a brand. We came up with the benefits that she provided, the luxury that she provided, and we created more product and benefit-driven content. And truly, her business has skyrocketed. She just had her first 20K month, 
after coming in, barely making a profit. She just had a, and this was four months ago. She joined PTP. This is my program to help you get to consistent sales. She now has really awesome consistent sales. She says selling is easy. She just made $20,000 in the last month. And honestly, what day is it? It's the 20th. I talked to her on the phone. It was the 20th of the month and she had already made a 20K month. And she's talking about going full-time in her business. This was all because we looked at her business and I said, you know that in order to be successful, all these people that are successful and in order to be have the business that you really want to have, that it needs to look and it needs to sound like this. Why are we not doing this? She's like, oh, I know. She had to get over that hump. I said, you need to think of yourself as if you were these big luxury brands that you're wanting to be like, that you are selling. How can you, how can you look? How can you sound? How can you act as if that was already the case? She did that. She has so many opportunities coming her way. We learned an actual strategy that works for her, a content strategy that's fun. She literally said the other day that selling just seems kind of easy at this point. And we're looking at how to scale those sales now. She has opportunities. She has people reaching out to her all the time. Like, oh my gosh, your business is incredible. Um, let's do these things. Let's collaborate. Let's do this. And so understanding that sometimes a mindset shift is really important. Mindset shift first and then add that strategy. Because without strategy, I've had clients say this before too, is that sometimes you need personal development before you need business development. And that is where that mindset shift comes in. These mindset shifts that I just had for you, thinking of yourself as that business icon and taking that action today is a mindset shift that will help you get to those successful, those big sales, scale your sales, get to consistent sales that you've been looking for. If you were like, oh my gosh, Maddie, you're speaking to my soul. Come over, hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison page. Send me a DM. We'll find some support that works for you. Even before the holidays, we can really get you to some awesome support to help you get there. There's a lot, a lot, a lot to learn. Um, and if you are really feeling this hard to the core, there it isn't a big jump. It doesn't take a long time. It is believing in yourself. It's putting the right people in your corner too that also believe in you. And I believe in you. I love you. I am rooting for you. And I am in your corner always. Make sure that you are subscribed on YouTube as well as, as the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast and you didn't know, we transitioned over to YouTube as well. It has been so fun. We can actually have these conversations face to face. Put me on your TV, on your iPad, whatever it is. Sipping your coffee in the morning. And now we can actually sip our coffees together. So head on over to YouTube. The link is in the show notes of the podcast and go follow me on Instagram at this is Madison page. I am so excited to see your brand transition and really make this mindset shift and watch you blossom. Let me know if you have any questions. I love you. I'm rooting for you and I'm in your corner always.